I'm Review Cultist. I'm Mikey, the Stands for Evil. And I'm the Gamer in Yellow. And we're here to discuss those internet stories, most creepy and most pasta, and be critically silly doing it. Tonight we have Kage Cow. So, I know what you're all thinking. It's May, when this gets posted. So why aren't we doing an anime? <laughs> well, uh, scheduling is hard. <laughs> uh, so... I decided uh, for this year that we'll probably just be covering some Japanese creepypastas during the time of May. So um, that works. Yeah. So we're going to start off with Kage Kao. Uh, and uh, so this one, so, so Kage Kao is by Kage Kao on creepypasta.wiki. <laughs> um, oh, it's, it's, it was originally created by uh, Jim Basama. Okay. Hang on. This is a very long name and it's, a different language for my own, so I apologize. Uh, uh, Jin Jinbese Me Sama on DeviantArt, who is formerly Ginga Akam, also on DeviantArt. So, um, I will I will have those those names and such in the description below. <laughs> um, but uh, yeah, so it's uh, so so that's the story we're doing, uh, and uh, I'll dive into the rundown. Um, Mark is walking around his apartment rooftop, soaking in the night air and view. Uh, it's up there. He finds a newspaper from an, from earlier that day, and it reveals a person was killed near some woods by an animal by animal clawings. Uh, and there is a symbol, or there's some symbols carved in their forehead. Uh, however, before uh, we get to see what those symbols were, were Mark throws the uh, paper away because. Uh, he doesn't want to have that that uh, news ruin his his mood, uh, so he just continues circling around the ledge of the roof. Um, it's then that he accidentally pushes an empty box off the ledge and sees that it hits a person down five stories below on the sidewalk. Um, trying to call down to the person to like uh, to like give them a heads up, he fails, uh, and the person turns out to be a monster. Uh, shrouded in a black hoodie uh, with a black and white scarf and gloves and wearing a supernatural comedy tragedy like mask that shifts its expression on either side like whenever it's like it's it's angry face on on the on the uh, on the white side of the mask but then like that'll close up like the, the the eye and the mouth will close up on that side and then there'll be a happy face on the black side of the mask um, depending on the on the entity's uh, mood, um, the this figure, this monster, then begins climbing up the apartment complex uh, to confront Mark, who is initially stunned by the by the uh, by the situation, <laughs> um, but quickly nopes away to the hopeful safety of the roof access. When the monster, perched up on the roof ledge, asks him in Japanese, "Do you want to play?" And, and here's a note. Uh, the monster's speaking Japanese, and we get a translation in the story. However, it, sa- it states that Mark doesn't understand what the, uh, what the, what the entity is, is talking about. So like, he doesn't speak Japanese. So 
um, he just hears a weird like this thing saying something in a weird language and kind of gets the uh, like a uh, gets a couple of like the intent of it, I guess. Um, regardless, after some back and forth out on the roof, at, yeah, just some back and forth at the rooftop access, um, Mark gets smacked on the head by the door uh, when Kage Kao or the or sorry by when the monster. Um, uh, surprise slams the door on him and we cut away to the next morning and Mark's in his apartment. Um, he tries chalking that up to a to a bad dream. Uh, however, it's here that Kageka... It's here that... Sorry, why, don't, why did I keep adding Kageka? Because he's never called Kageka in the, in the story. <laughs> um, uh, it's here that the monster begins pranking Mark. Um, like, Cutting a slit in the in his orange juice carton so that like the orange juice will come out prematurely, or switching out the beer with water, <laughs> or stealing his good bottles of wine and champagne, etc. Um, as Mark attempts to figure out how, and, and while this is all going on, like while these these pranks are going on, Mark is attempting to figure out how to make it up to his girlfriend Beatrice, since the two recently got into a fight, and that's what Mark is attributing these pranks to, not a mon- not the monster. Because at this point, he's still in denial that it actually happened. Um, eventually, Mark heads over to Beatrice's while the monster skulks nearby. And uh, it's here that Mark goes to a bar after not having the courage to confront his girlfriend at her house. Um, and the monster decides to pay Beatrice a visit by sneaking into her window. Um, by the time Mark returns to Beatrice's house, he finds her dead, poisoned by a bottle of wine that the monster set up as a peace offering from Mark, including like a little like sorry note and such. Um, the monster laughs at the predicament from the window, and Mark attempts to attack him, but the monster slips away. Uh, Mark gets Beatrice's gun to seek revenge, knowing that the monster has likely returned to Mark's apartment. Uh, there, he attempts to shoot the monster, but fails and gets knocked out. Uh, when he comes to, the monster uh, is standing is uh, is on the ro- on the ceiling directly ab- above him, uh, and says that he's boring. Before switching his demeanor from playful on the mask to angry, and just dives in for the kill. Uh, authorities would find Mark's body later, dead, uh, and or killed by some kind of animalistic clawing, and there are footprints that lead to to the uh, the apartment's window. Uh, Mark does have a similar or uh, does have something carved on his head, however, uh, the kanji for boring, and that is the end of the story. So I suppose we shall move on to everyone tolerates the grammar inquisitions at this point. Uh, I got a couple. So uh, I'm going to start with this one here. Mark walked along the border of the roof that helped keep him from falling to his death. So I feel like it should say um, Mark walked alongside the border of the roof. Um, Just because I kept getting confused as to like, it, it wasn't until like a little bit later that I realized that like, yeah, there is some kind of like safety uh, railing or something there, but I kept thinking that like in this in this moment I kept reading it as like he's walking on the the safety ledge. 
Yeah, me too, actually. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I'm glad it wasn't just me. <laughs> um, so, yeah. Uh, may, and, yeah, maybe just describe it a little bit more like early on, like that it's a waist high wall or like a guardrail or something like that along the wall. Like not just the, um, like it does say like the border of the roof that helps, that helped keep him from falling to his death. But it's like, I mean, that's, (sighs) we found that after he was walking along it. So the first thing I had in my mind, him like (laughs) tightrope walking along the ledge. Yeah, and I thought this was this story was going to devolve into like Kage Cow or the monster, sorry, um, pushing him off the ledge <laughs> at some point, but that never happened. Um, and then my next one here, uh, it was pretty late, so he should be going back down to his apartment soon. Um, so I I added, uh, or I I, fig- I think it should have been, um, it was pretty late, so he. It was pretty late, so he should have. The fuck did I? What the hell did I write here? Hang on. <laughs> oh yeah, okay. So uh, I think it should have been. Um, it was pretty late, so he should have been going down, or going back down to his apartment soon, uh, instead of just like should be going down. Yeah. Just because like it was it was bugging me. Like again, the way it was worded was like it was it felt clunky to me. Mm. Um, next one here. Uh, the scars seem to be from a large animal, but w- that was later found not to have. That was found not. To, but that was later found not to be the case, as a symbol was found carved on the man's forehead. Um, wouldn't it be wounds, not scars? <laughs> like the wounds seem to be from a large animal. <laughs> oh yeah, because. Scars imply that they've healed over. Yeah, that, that. Yeah, I think. I think. I don't think. Uh, yeah, I think scars are like you said. Like they they heal over. Like those are like the healed wounds, not mm-hmm. fr- not, not the fresh, fresh wounds. wounds. Yeah, yeah. Especially if this person was like found with like just like ripped apart and stuff. Um. Uh, the next one here, it was nothing but the lights of the city and the sound of a few cars driving by. Um, I kind of think that it should be there was nothing but the lights of the city and the sounds of a few cars driving by, not sound of a few cars driving by. Yeah. So I would also remove the it at the beginning of the sentence. (laughs) (laughs) Um, That one's for you, uh, Mikey. (laughs) Next one here. Um, there is was again. I, I think it needs to be there. Uh, and actually, uh, so it's there is was again, period. It came from inside the apartment. It's coming from inside the house. Mm-hmm. <laughs> no, um, I, I so I, I changed. I, I, I think I corrected the um, like how that first sentence should be. But I also combined that sentence with the pre with the next sentence to kind of make it a, a full, a much more. Uh, uh, a much more complete sentence line. Um, so there it was again, comma, the laugh came from inside the apartment. Because first off, again, it removes the it at the top, at the front of, of front of a sentence. And you're combining um, tiny sentences. You're pleasing both of us. I know. <laughs> you're buttering us up for something here. No, not at all. This was all inten- unintentional. Uh-huh. <laughs> um, 
So the next one here, uh, this is a bit of a long one. Um, he was worried how he was going to make up to his girlfriend, Beatrice. He loved her and wanted to make her understand how much he loved her. He turned on the television and watched for a couple of hours, forgetting his troubles. So few things here. Uh, and I actually, I think I've, I tried to fix it by like rewriting the sentence a little bit. So um, he was worried how he was going to make it, it up to his girlfriend, Beatrice. Uh, he loved her and wanted to make her understand how much he loved her, especially after their recent fight. However, as he turned on the television and watched it for a couple of hours, Mark began forgetting his troubles. So just like a few little additions to kind of like flesh out that series of a series of sentences a little bit more to make them a little bit more complete. And so it's not so disjointed. I have something that's sort of grammar in regards to this sentence, because I'm just going to read the same thing again. Okay. Um, I feel like there should be something else in there in between him wanting to make it up to his girlfriend and him watching TV. Cause like he is me. He immediately is like, I need to make this up to her. I'm going to sit down and forget <laughs> about trying to make this up to her right now. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it is something that, that people do. Says, yeah. He's going to sit down and forget about his troubles. Yeah. So the sentence right after he's saying <laughs> how much he loves her and how he wants to make it up to her. Yeah. Like he just, yeah, I, I get it. Like just the way the character's thinking and he's just not that good of a boyfriend. Hence why she's already mad with him in the first place. Yeah. Fair. Like maybe it's um like the TV was on and it called to Mark, so we sat down to watch it. Like maybe there's something suddenly, some, suddenly something something good came on the television while it was on in the background, mm-hmm. and he started watching it for for a couple of hours and forgot his troubles. <laughs> I suppose. Yeah. Uh, the next one here. Uh, there was no trace. The evidence was missing, or <clears throat> there was no trace. The evidence was the missing bottle of wine and wine glass. Uh, <laughs> so I, I did fix. I did try to fix this with one word. There was no trace. The only evidence was the missing bottle of wine and wine glass. Yep. Because that way it, it's like there was no trace except for this. <laughs> Can I move on, or do you guys have anything to talk about with that? Okay. Uh, next one here, then. Um, he dialed her number and waited for her to pick up. Mark was so excited about making up to her that he did not notice someone slip in through the window and watch him. So, I... Part of the, like. This comes up occasionally with like the, him like wanting to make up with his uh, with his uh, his girlfriend and some of that, or make it up to her and stuff like that. So for this one, it's um, uh, Mark was so excited about making up to her, and I think it should have been uh, was so excited about making up with her. Uh huh. And I'll move on to the next one here. Um, only then did he see something in the corner of his eye. But when he turned around, no, but when he turned about, it was gone. Um, so I, I sort of 
corrected it by accident there. <laughs> but my uh, my correction would be, uh, but when he turned around, it was gone. Rather than, but when he turned about, it was gone. Um, I also don't know if there should be maybe a comma between um, a, around and it. Just because the way it, it's uh, the way it reads, uh, like initially, it could be. Um, but when he turned, ab- when, when he turned about, yeah, when he turned about, it was gone. <laughs> like there's no like it doesn't seem like there's a break between um, it was gone and. But when he turned about, or when he yeah, turned it's around, probably mm-hmm. when he turned about, comma it was gone, because otherwise he's talking about turning about it specifically. He's yeah, not exactly about it or around it. He's turning around himself. Yeah, so, yeah. So either like I just add a comma because the about is the, the about is okay. It's just without that comma, it sort of sounds like it's he turned about it. Yeah. <laughs> so, and then uh, the next thing here, uh, he turned around and walked away, not noticing that laugh that happened right behind him, followed by the sound of an opening window, and then we get the Japanese for for laughter. Uh, KKKKK, uh, laughter. And then part two, Mark left the bar he was at. Wait, this story, like prior, like prior to this, to this does not identify as part one. Like no. there is no, I, I, I looked it up. There's no, like, I, lo- I had to, I had to actually like go back to the page, go up to the top. And it's like, no, there's no part one. Why is there suddenly a part two? Especially since the story does a good job of, of separating scenes and like, and like moments of in time in the story by using um like two asterisks like to sort of like separate um different uh different scenes to, uh different scenes apart so it only does that it only has the asterisks twice yeah but that's still and... enough right sorry no <laughs> I, I have a note on that i thought it did okay okay you know go into but it now, it's, then, cause, a, it's unrelated yeah. to what you're talking about so i'll talk okay. about that when i get there are you sure? Because like, <laughs> okay. I don't want to interrupt your flow. Okay. Um. But yeah, I, I personally thought the the um the asterisks like were fine the way they were, and like the part two part was using part two suddenly like sort of like that that separation made no sense to me mm-hmm. when it could have just been two asterisks here. It's entirely possible. It's because everything from part one was posted first. And then months later, part two was slapped on. Oh, maybe. Yeah, I don't know. Uh, and unfortunately, we don't know. <laughs> so, um, but I'll move on to the next thing. Um, Mark reached out his fist and knocked on the door loudly. So this is like right after Mark left the bar he was at. <laughs> um. So I, I changed it up the sentence up a little bit. So it's like March or March. <laughs> Mark reached the house yet again. His fist stretched out and knocked on the door loudly. Just to kind of like again to add a little bit of like segueing, like so like a little bit more context to the scene. I'll say this: his arm mm-hmm. is stretched out. His fist is not stretched out because his fist is a ball, and his his ah, hand shit, yeah, is so not being been, yeah. stretched out. His arm. You're is. right. So- yeah, so it should be actually his arm stretched out and knocked on the uh, and he knocked on the door. Yeah. So, okay. Knocking loudly on the door with his fist if you have to have fist in there. Yeah. Just like fists the door. No, don't. <laughs> uh, moving on. 
uh, it sprung up and jumped to the wall, leaving the wine glass and clinging to it with with its claws so that its back was facing Mark. So this one's harder to pronounce, but basically the, the very end there, um, facing Mark, uh, Mark is a name of the of the main character in the story. So it should be capitalized, which it oh. is not in the story. Uh, it's, as far as I know, it's the only time Mark's name is n- improperly capitalized. So, um, And then the final one here that I have. <clears throat> the kill seemed animal, and claw marks were found along the walls and ceiling. So I, I think it should maybe be the kill was... The kill seemed animalistic. Just to kind of like... Because so, like the kill seemed animal. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, it was animal from the Muppets. So. I was I I was trying to think of like a quote from animals, like 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 from the Muppets. I was like, ah, boring. Yeah, <laughs> I know what he sounds like. Yeah. Uh, but that is actually my uh, grammar inquisition. So, Mikey, the E stands for evil. Take it away. Well, you did a good job. So. All that I have left is a conjunction junction. Okay. And next stop, conjunction junction. Doot, doot. It was pretty late, so he should be going back down to his apartment soon. It was odd. He didn't see any cars. Only one lonely person walking along the sidewalk. It was only a few seconds, but to Mark, it felt like an eternity. It seemed happy and playful, but also angry and malicious. It was nothing but the lights of the city and the sound of a few cars driving by. It came from inside the apartment. It was now new. It came from the living room where he left the television on. It was sitting on the couch, drinking a glass of wine, watching the television that had been left on. It picked up the open bottle of wine in one hand and shook it a little towards him. But the monster remained in there. He could hear it laughing at him. It was the bottle that he had had in his cabinet, it was open. It was sitting in the windowsill, imitating her voice. It laughed hard, putting its hands up to its face to try and stop. It was lying on top of a bookshelf, holding a glass of wine, the wine bottle in the other hand. It sprung up and jumped to the wall, leaving the wine glass and clinging to it with its claws so that its back was facing Mark. It was clinging to the ceiling, its arms and legs bending back at a 90-degree angle so it was facing him. Its mask changed again. It made a low, growling, hissing sound and pounced. Finn. 
So early on, it sounded like the demon or the monster was just like this invisible force that he was just like, that was just like interacting with him. And he like, couldn't like, like he was like, see, he was hearing and seeing like the city, like the city skyline or like the city, like, like the city life and stuff like that. And then suddenly like it cuts to like, he's in his room or uh, he's in his apartment. And it was on, it was, and it's like, so it, start, it slowly started materializing as an entity <laughs> the more you read. <laughs> and then, like, he was describing it holding the wine bottle out, and then the wine bottle was getting a whole bunch of descriptions. And then it mm-hmm. immediately said it was imitating the voice of his girlfriend, like the wine bottle was. <laughs> and then it held a glass of wine. So, like, it sprouted arms and held out a, a wine glass of its own, like the wine <laughs> bottle itself. It's like one of those, car- those like, uh, rubber hose cartoons for, that, like, let's all go to the lobby. Let's all, yeah, like, much. yeah. <laughs> hey, have a, have a, have a, have a glass of me, friend. <laughs> Just starts, like, pouring his own wine. Yeah, his own self, yes. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. Mikey uh, does these strings of sentences to highlight all the sentences in a story that start with words that they probably shouldn't, like it's ands or buts, because there's always better words. It's way too easy to fall in the trap of starting everything with an it. Yes. Or and, or but, and then. <laughs> no one down. And then. No one down. And then. No one down. Yes. That's my grammar position. Yep. So, gamer. Okay. See what I have here. Put a couple of mine. So when, uh, when I read this first one, I misunderstood what he's trying to say. What the story was trying to say, rather. The scars seem to be from a large animal, but that was later found not to be the cause, as a symbol was found carved on a man's forehead. The symbol was the, and there's a dash. So when I read that, yeah. I took that as face at face value, shocking no one. Um. I read it as the symbol that was carved on his forehead was a dash because that's what's said. It says the symbol was it, and then there's a symbol of a dash. So I thought like in the paper that I was reading, they put a dash to show like it's just a line on his head. And then I made a note about jumping to conclusions, saying that, that that's way too simple of a shape to know right away that it's a symbol and saying like oh, is a slit neck also a dash? Is a gunshot wound the letter O? But then, <laughs> with that note down, I started reading the next paragraph, and it says Mark put down the newspaper where he found it. He didn't want an article like that ruining his night. So, at that point, I'm like, okay, so maybe the dash is just him stopping the read and not trying to describe the shape of the symbol then. So, in my opinion, that's kind of a poor choice, considering... In the context that I read it, it worked. So, long story short, mm-hmm. I think that should just be an ellipsis. Because <laughs> then there's no confusion. That he's I'm with you. <laughs> yeah. I'm, I'm definitely with you on that. Uh, I actually, when I first, when I, at, at a glance, I, I do recall, like, thinking initially that that was, like, the symbol. And then realizing, like, a, like a second later, when I was reading the rest of it, it's like, oh, okay, that's, that's a dash. <laughs> Like it, he he's cut off. Like he's cut off his his train of thought, <laughs> or whatever he's reading. So, yep. but yeah, I I think the I, I think you're you're onto something with the ellipses. Indeed, but I'll move on. So the monster says words, and then um, he says words a second time. The second time he says words, uh, it's formatted weird because there's uh, 
Japanese words, exclamation point, Japanese words, exclamation point, bracket, you want to play, question mark. And then it tabs down with Kiki Ki the Laughter, I want you to play. Meanwhile, like it's the same line. I don't know why that's tabbed oh. down. It should just continue. Yeah. It's... When I first read that, the first thing he said was, do you want to play? And it was a short amount of Japanese words. I don't know what the... It doesn't matter. Short amount of Japanese letters. And then all of a sudden, the next time he talks, there's all of this, uh, all this Japanese being said, and it's translated to the same thing of, do you just want to, do you want to play? Because like, if you don't read the second part, if you just read the, the Japanese letters and then the bracket directly after it, it looks like this huge string of, of letters also says, do you want to play for some reason? So I was confused. And then I'm like, okay, well, it's continuing down there, but I don't know why it's continuing down there. Yeah, I think because I'm looking at like uh, I'm looking at the space next to that. Like, I'm uh, it's the the monster said again, Japanese, k k k k Japanese, and then the translation in brackets. And then it, like you said, it, it breaks it up. Like after, do you want to play? It goes to the next line, k k k k laughter. I want to play. I want you to play. Um, yeah. And I'm looking at the space next to it, and it was like it almost looks like there's supposed to be an image box there. <laughs> Kind me, of. like that in that negative space <laughs> it could be so i was actually like i was clicking around on that page like is there like an invisible box that i'm just not seeing <laughs> yeah because that's i think that yeah i think what happened here is maybe there's just an, an incident of like an accidental enter button i suppose yeah or like if you put all that in there it would snap down just like a couple of the letters so mm. he snapped down half of it instead of just a couple of letters but yeah. in that case, I would snap the entire bracketed section down to keep it all together. Yeah. If the formatting is an issue. No, that's fair. Then we get to the double ellipses. Okay. <laughs> the noise came from right outside the door, a little above it. The monster must have been standing on top of it. Double ellipses. Mark woke up confused. So I, I don't understand. Also, they're not ellipses, they're asterisks. Yeah, they're asterisks. I, yeah, I was about to. Yeah, sorry. <laughs> I don't understand the double asterisks. Um, like, is it being used like a scene break? I would, yeah, I would ask that. So, but there's multiple times the scene changes, but it's only used twice in the whole story, and both of them are time skips. The first one, him being KO'd, and the second one, him sitting around watching TV. But like, when did he pass out? Also, because he's saying like he's hit. And he's like, oh, what the fuck was that? And then he realizes that the monster was standing on top, like above the door. And then immediately he just wakes up, but there's no mention of him passing out in the first place. Yeah, it's almost. I wonder if maybe he was supposed to get knocked, like knocked out by the door slamming on his face, and so like as he's like about as he's passing out, that's what's happening, and then he passes out. But then Mark woke up confused. So like, I'm reading confused. <laughs> so I, I feel yeah. like he, there should be a line about yeah. him being like he gets hit. And he's like, oh, what the hell was that? And then like groggily as he's losing consciousness, he realizes that the, the creature was above the door. Yeah. Like there needs to be some mention of him losing consciousness before he can regain consciousness. Yeah. Cause that's cause clear. Yeah. I mean, okay. Clearly to me, the, uh, the, the two asterisks are being used as like a horizontal line to break up uh, passages of time. Okay. But why um, is it only done twice in the entire story? And why just in this one tiny section? I think um, 
well again because it's like it's like a pretty amount like pretty large amount of time like hours have gone by whereas in the previous whereas in like the rest of the story it's only like a like it's it's a lot shorter amount of time is passing between scenes um and we do see it technically it would be three times it would be used except part two is used yeah i was gonna say Um, it's not down there yeah so i think the part two should have been a a double asterisk as well and there's no um it's not when he leaves the apartment to go to his uh, girlfriend's place there's no double asterisk there oh that's because it was um that was shortly after like it was noon now or is now noon uh he got up from and walked into the kitchen turn off the tv like leaving the television on and stuff like that. i think that's like because like that scene is uh is is following up on that on on the previous um separation okay but what i'm saying is mm-hmm. these two separations are time skips but there's other time okay. skips in the story that do not also use it so either use it for all of your time skips or don't use them at all because they just kind of confused me. Like it made me think like this section is being highlighted for some reason. And I'm like reading it, trying to find out why this section is highlighted like that, but there's nothing in there to say why. Cause the whole part that's highlighted is him waking up after being knocked out. And then, um, the, uh, the wine stuff, I guess, like it's not there. They sees it in the apartment. Um. Oh, he doesn't. Or does he? Oh, he hears it, but he doesn't see it again. Like, is this the orange juice part? Either way, nothing really important happens in this scene. It's just him waking up and then fuddling around with the orange juice and a couple of pranks and that's about it. So I, I don't know why it's highlighted. All right. Fair. Long story short, if you're going to use them for all your time skips, use them for all your time skips, not just two of them. And then I'll get to uh, part two of my notes. Cause I sectioned them out by part one and part two. How dare you? Cause everyone did that, right? Nope. <laughs> I figured. Yeah. Not that it matters either way. Um, it sprung up and jumped to the wall, leaving the wine glass and clings to it with its claws so that its back was facing Mark. I know we've all read this sentence now, but I'm reading it for a different <laughs> reason. Yes. I, I didn't realize you guys read this sentence, or rather that I had a note on this, because I was also making notes while you guys were doing your notes. Regardless, um, I was confused to how he was clinging to the glass while also dropping it at the same time. Because it says he sprung up and jumped to the wall, leaving the wine glass and clinging to it with his claws. <laughs> oh, so the wording yeah, of it I, is I, kind yeah. of weird. Yeah. So the way that I corrected it is he sprung up and dropped the wine glass, jumping to the wall and clinging to it with its claws. Boom. Done. It's the clinging is to the wall, <laughs> not to the glass. You can't drop it no. and not drop it yeah. at the same time. I mean, you can, it's just, it, it'd be impressive, but. Yeah, that'd be like also like oh. you accidentally drop. You're like, whoa, and you pick it back up like before it hits the ground. That's what that was. So maybe yeah. he did that while flipping to the wall. I don't know. Probably not. Mm-hmm. You know, I, th- I think yours, your your correction is is valid indeed. on this. I will move on. Mark was enraged and swung the gun towards it for a melee attack. But the monster crawled to the side. Uh, but the monster rolled a twenty on its defense, so it crawled to the side. Is what it's <laughs> supposed to say. Because like the word list is way too bland and video gamey, which is normally a good thing for me, but it takes 
takes me out of the whole scene, honestly. It's saying like it's he swung a melee attack. Like it's so bland and weird. Just something yeah, simple as it, like he swung the gun towards it. Like, just remove or just remove the melee attack part. Like Yeah. Uh-huh. I, yeah, it, I I did definitely read. I remember reading this. I was like thinking of like suddenly a D and D scenario. Yeah, <laughs> he, he swung the gun towards it with a melee attack. However, the monster had had improved initiative. Yeah, <laughs> struck first. Hmm. <laughs> but yeah, it's just way too. Yeah, like I imagined it to say like for twenty damage after swinging it from a melee attack. You know, like yeah, way too gamey. Uh, then my last one is with the ending. On further inspection of the body, they found something carved in the skin of the forehead. Japanese letters, boring. Not that Japanese letters are boring. The Japanese letters were saying boring. <laughs> yes. Something. Okay, yeah. either way. Uh, I kind of feel like um, that might have been one of the first things they noticed, not the last thing they noticed. Because when you're looking at, yeah. at, at like a dead body, or when you're looking at anyone, dead or not, you kind of default to their face. You'd notice that. I get it. That's for the reveal, <laughs> but you could structure okay. it in a way it's where it's like he was found dead, face down in a pool of his own blood. Animal like slashes all over his body. When turned over, a symbol was carved into his bloody forehead, and then the symbol. Yeah. Like, if you want to end on it to punctuate it, that's cool. But you kind of have to do it naturally when it's something that would be so obviously noticeable. It is a very common trope in horror for like having one big reveal of this obvious thing that they should have, they, you should have started with. However, they want, they were sa- the, the author is saving it for the last zinger. <laughs> and that's fine, but you can structure mm. the scene around it instead of just yes. doing it as it is just for the sake of doing it. Yeah. But that is the end of my notes or my, okay. German yellow rather. Yes. Um, all right. So I will move on to actual thoughts. I'm going to start with the title. <laughs> Uh, Kagekao uh, which out of game or out of game out of story <laughs> I know is the monster's name because I like he's on creepypasta or he's on villain.wiki and when you uh, when I when I pulled up how to pronounce uh, dot com to make sure I was I was saying the name right Kagekao um, there's a bunch of like meanings for Kagekao and here are the ones that here are the top three meanings um uh, or sorry, top four, I guess, meanings. Um, a 21-year-old Japanese male that is un- that is known to have a taste for wine. <laughs> uh, number two is... Pretty, ac- pretty accurate to what he does. <laughs> Honestly, yeah. Before I even like c- continued reading, I was like, huh, that's that's really accurate to the creepypasta. And then we get, uh, like, it is a unisex name that is of Japanese origin. It is a Japanese demon and a creepypasta. <laughs> Oh really? <laughs> so it, it straight up just says it like in the meaning, uh, and then Kage Kao is Japanese for shadow face. That also so, works. Yeah, but my issue here with the story is that we never hear, we never get his name in the story. It's only due to the title and some out, outside, some outside looking up that I know that the monster's name is Kage Kao. Otherwise, it's just referred to as the monster. So I. I just kind of wish that the story would have had a name drop at some point in the story. I'm going to have to fight you on that. Okay, that's fair. Because there's no way he would know. The monster could have introduced himself like, Kagekao wants, pl- wants you to play. <laughs> he speaks Japanese only. He w- Yes, but then... And 
actually, I, I got something about the the subtitles and stuff that we get in the story. <laughs> um, uh, here's here. So yeah, so the, so the monster speaks in Japanese. Um, and then we get we as a reader get the translation. However, we get this quote here. Uh, he had no idea what it said to him, but there was something odd about the way it said it. It seemed happy and playful, but also angry and malicious. So, sort of a uh, like again, this is sort of like a meta, uh, like a metatextual thing in the story. It was like we as a reader are get to understand what the what the character is saying, but the the character the other character has no idea because they don't speak Japanese. Um, so I actually think it might be interesting or. I don't know if this would be maybe it'd be too silly, but it might also be really cool and and even like surreal creepy if that like while the monster is talking in Japanese, subtitles pop up in in uh in in its victim's like vision so that it can understand the so you're particularly silly with this. I yeah, I, I don't know. Well that's the thing. I was like, I, I think that could be something like that would be fucking weird and creepy if like this monster like if you encounter this monster and it starts speaking in Japanese, and then you see like subtitles, but like in your vision, like just ghostly appear. Um, but that might also be like ridiculously silly. Um, also, regarding the uh, the thing that says like um, it, it seemed happy and playful, yet also angry and malicious. I kind of like the idea that it's like it's almost like there's two voices or two versions of the same voice speaking in unison, but with different inflections or intent. Mm-hmm. Sort of like. Like yeah, it's speaking a happy voice, but at the same exact same time, it's speaking in an angry voice. Yeah, it's like if you voice. read the line of um, "Do you want to play?" normally, and yeah. then you read it again right. angrily, and then you play them simultaneously at the same time. Kind of like like the, this. Do you, do you want to play? play? Yeah, like that. I'm sure that sounds good. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> but yeah, so was there something else that you want to bring up on that <laughs> though with the uh or did you say your piece about Kagekao and how the character wouldn't know <laughs> yeah he wouldn't know his name okay. so <laughs> yeah his name. I, I i know yeah and there is that and it's just like but at the same time i, I kind of wish it did say it like name drop it somewhere <laughs> but i understand like the character may not would not understand what the what the kanji are even if it was like written, even if like Kage, like the monster like spray painted on his house like Kage Cow, like as like a like or as the as maybe as the, even like the police like that could have been honestly that could have even been the uh, the the finish, like the, the the last thing that the cops find is like they go and check like the, by the window or something like that and there's like the creatures left like a calling card or something like that where it just says Kage Cow on like the wall. Um, but um, I don't know. Regardless, yeah, the way I'm seeing it is like. If the story was about some random monster, I mean, it's about a, a monster, but if if you pick some other story that's about a monster, mm-hmm. you often don't get its name because it's just a weird monster that's murdering people. Just because the true is more yeah. civil and speaks a human dialect doesn't change it from it's a monster that you can't communicate with. Yeah, no, that's fair. It's a fair, it's a fair um, uh, counter <laughs> to my argument, but I'll, I'll move on. Mm-hmm. Um, earlier today, uh, so this is the, from the newspaper article. Earlier today, John Parker, age 20, was found dead near the northern woods. The northern woods of where? <laughs> I, I just, 
I find it strange that a newspaper wouldn't identify like the name of the woods or even like a street near the woods. Um, no. Like, because speaking from experience, that's generally they will like give a specific like ad, like not an ad like a specific address, but like they'll give us like a a, lo- a specific location in the town, not just yeah. the northern woods near like the northern woods. <laughs> and I hate to be that guy that keeps countering you. Keep doing it. Just keep going. This section is not in quotes. This is paraphrased. This isn't word for Damn word. Uh. It's the narrator telling us the rough stuff that the rough idea of what the story said in the newspaper. Fair. I when I first read it, I thought it was going to be the actual newspaper. And I noticed stuff like that where it's just it's saying bland information but not giving us specifics and then notice, oh right, this isn't in quotes anymore. Only the title is. Okay, fair enough. I still want I still want to know where the, where these woods are. <laughs> but yeah. Uh. <laughs> like you know. Yeah, maybe they're just called the Northern Woods, like the Northern Woods National Park or like a uh, public park. There you go. I don't know. Um all right, I'll move on to the next thing that you can counter. I will. <laughs> actually, I have this one where I actually steal some, a game reference from you. I think. Okay. Um, so here, this is a here's the long quote of I have. He was about to call down his apologies when he ha- when what happened next made him freeze. The person who was on the sidewalk looked up at him. He had on a black hoodie and black and white striped scarf. That, of course, was not what made him freeze. The person also had on a peculiar mask, half pitch black and half luminous white. He managed to get back his voice and was going to shout his apologies. Maybe this guy just came back from a strange party or gathering when he was yet again frozen by what he saw. The man said something that Mark couldn't quite hear and then jumped onto the wall He began climbing up the side of the building, similar to the style of a spider or lizard. So first off, I love the stun lock tactics of Kagekao. Yes. (laughs) Sorry for stealing your gaming reference, my gamer. Mm. Um, That's all I kept thinking of. He's just stun locking. (laughs) Like, he's just supernaturally stun locking his victim. Pretty much, yeah. (laughs) Um, And then secondly, I love the the use of the uncanny movement, because, like, yeah, like... The climbing up up the building like a spider or a lizard, like never is not creepy to move around for me. Mm. <laughs> like I I love it in in movies and like in in videos and stuff. When you just see like a a person walking around, like skittering up a wall like a like a freaking like lizard or or an insect. Yep. <laughs> There's just it's something uncanny and creepy about it. So, um, and then my next one here. Before we continue, there's oh, a yes. Northwoods Nature Preserve. In uh, Boston Lake, New York. Okay, so this takes place in New York. You're welcome. In Bo- Sorry, in Boston Lake, New York. Thank you. <laughs> All right, cool. Uh, but yeah, moving on. The monster's mask changed. The angry mouth and eye disappeared, and on the black side of the mask appeared a happy eye and a strange smile. So I think a cool little detail might be to describe that, like, when the eye and mouth close, like the seam where they where they close just vanishes and then 
where the eye and mouth open on the other side of the mask, it's like it's like a seam, like as, as if there wasn't a seam there before, but then suddenly just an eye and a mouth open up. Um, like I think that might just be like an extra little bit of detail that would be cool to add. I don't think they physically open. It's like the paint changing. Like it's still a painted mask. Really? Okay. I I got the impression that it was supernaturally like like the the eye hole and the mouth like spot like where it was carved into the mask. Like it actually like animates and closes and and shuts or closes and opens. Well, it is supernatural because it is still a <laughs> a painted mask that can shift on its own. Oh, so it's like a Rorschach sort of oh, like a like a like a painting effect, not a yeah, not not a effect. physical like cut in. I mean, <laughs> yeah. See, I okay. I got the I got that impression more than than uh, maybe just because the way like like way I, I read like the description of like the angry mouth and eye disappeared. It says disappeared. It doesn't say closed necessarily. Damn it! Fuck! I'm just like really misreading the story. Apparently, <laughs> not really. It's just the mask isn't described well enough clearly because you saw one way, I saw yeah. it another. Yeah, I saw it like if you take a blank mask, you could paint half of it black and put the the white eyes and paint the other put the black on the other side on the white side and then yeah. it shifts between those two that's the way i saw it but you saw it as you take a blank mask and you straight up carve the the fa- facial features into it and then yeah. i guess behind it like if it's a white mask the white side of it it's carved out and there's just blackness behind it but the blackness isn't paint yeah. it's just whatever is behind the mask yeah, because this thing's it, it's referred to uh, because like it was like it's referred to as like a monster. I just imagine it's not actually a person behind it. It's like some demon. Like, so it's just its face could just be like constantly fluctuating between like white and black, like tints and stuff in, on the on the other side. But I guess yeah. So Although, yeah. I'll say this on the I, white side, like with his sorry on the black side of the mask that has the white features, the bright white part, like wouldn't that be teeth? If that was his actual face underneath that, not well. You're you're thinking he has a face underneath That's that. True. It might just be like the swirling, like white and white and blackness under, like on the opposite sides, or like maybe just like a like a weird like again, like it's just a weird demon, like no face. Yeah, like beneath the <laughs> mask and underneath the gloves, he is either made up of shadow or light, basically, depending on his mood. Yeah. Which would make sense why his name, at least from the title, is called Kagekao, Shadow Face. Mm-hmm. But the shadow and also yeah, if it light is, face. And, <laughs> yeah. Also, I don't hate that it, if if it is supposed to be like that, it's it's painted and it's just like the paint is like animating. Mm-hmm. Like I don't hate that either, but it should maybe clarify that the face is a paint is a blank mask, no exp- no like holes or anything like that, except for this painted on um, design. Yeah, and you can. I would also add to the creepiness too, because it'd be like, how is he able to see? It's just a solid mask. Yeah, it gives him more of a, a demonic, um, a, like appearance or nature, mm. because he's using blind sight, uh, probably like at 120 feet oh, <laughs> to go back into D and D and RPG shit. Yeah. But uh, yeah, okay. So I did also like I, I like throughout the story, I did find myself like giving some suggestions. I, I did find myself like like putting down some suggestions on how to make this thing like creepier, how to like add in a few extra details and such. Um, which I think we've also been doing, like even during like the grammar inquisition, like 
regarding the uh the melee attack like there's there's a better way to like make that more like cinematic or more um more nar- narratively interesting yeah <laughs> so uh but my next thing here uh yeah so the monster cocked its head to one side and said in japanese do you want to play mark screamed and ran towards the little door leading to the inside of the building as i'm reading the story i was like that right there smartest reaction i've read in weeks yes if a little delayed because like he wait he was stun locked at the t- at the edge of the the roof yeah that wasn't his fault though well, he was constantly casting yeah. stun he exactly has, like, three yes. casts of stun that he can do that have like a five yeah. second cooldown on them so he has to like make sure yeah. to send them out one at a time to keep them stun locked just, just enough or to he's, got, like, he's got like he's he's got a fear aura that is like by sight rather than like you have to be in the area um so like the characters just the, like he, he was just constantly failing his will saves and getting the stun option yes um but then we get this <laughs> like a few like a few lines or even like a paragraph later we get this uh he gathered up his courage and decided to open the door and that smart move earlier was sabotaged <laughs> cuz he's in the he's in the safety of of the of the the the, the, the roof access and then decides to open the door again to see if he's there. <laughs> yeah, but and then you gotta think. And about then it. he's gonna have okay, to hang leave on, his hang apartment on. eventually, anyways. Well, he wasn't even in the apartment at that point. He was just in the 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 the, the, st- the stair access. Oh, yeah. <laughs> but and then we get this. <laughs> well, it was late. Maybe he fell asleep on the roof and had a nightmare. He decided to check one more time. <laughs> My head was in my hands as I read this. <laughs> okay, back up just a bit. <laughs> like, what the fuck are you doing, Mark? He's not the part. <laughs> Dummy story, Mark. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry. Uh, also, wow, wait, it's Mark on a rooftop. Yeah, is Countess Tommy Rousseau? I had a note about that. I was ready to, <laughs> to unleash that. I was literally just going to say. Uh, Mark sighed uh, at the quote of Mark sighed and looked up at the sky. He was standing on the roof of his apartment building, four stories up. Sometimes Mark liked to stay up there and reflect. It was quiet and peaceful until his friend Tommy showed up and said, "Oh, hi, Mark." Until until his friend Kakekau was so came up. <laughs> yeah, in Japanese, said, "Oh, hi, Mark." <laughs> oh, hi, Mark. How's your sex life? <laughs> <laughs> Man, I just don't I don't get women anymore. Beatrice has been like we had a me and Beatrice had a fight. <laughs> oh my god, is is his Kagekau just the room? It is. It actually is. Holy shit. Yeah. Oh god damn. <laughs> Alright, moving on. So I got the part about the uh the two voices thing. Uh here's the next one. Actually, this is about like uh, the fight with Beatrice. Um, he told himself again and again that he had imagined it. He was just getting paranoid because his dream felt so real. Beatrice could have done this too. There was no monster. And then my 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 addition was, except maybe Beatrice, because she's a vindictive bitch after that fight. Because <laughs> she because he was like blaming her for all the pranks that Kagekau was doing. She's the true monster. Um, yes. Um, Kakekau could just be her dressed up. Uh, hence why he has why why it has the voice of her. Uh, it's actually like she faked her own death yep. <laughs> to to make it impl- to make to 
to make Mark kill himself. My God. <laughs> or to, to or to frame Mark for murder. Because I, I have another thing that's actually coming up right now, I think. Yes, I think it's in this one or the next... Shit, it's in the next one after that. Um, okay, so... Oh, sorry, I, I'm getting ahead of myself. I'll move on to the first... The next thing I have on my, my list. <clears throat> it was sitting on the couch drinking a glass of wine, watching the television that had been left on. The monster paused and looked up at Mark, smiling. It picked up the open bottle of wine in one hand and shook it uh, and shook it a little towards him. Uh, Japanese for wine? Mark paused, staring at the monster. He quickly snapped out of it and ran back to the kitchen as quickly as he could. It was real. He really expected the monster to get up and come after him, to kill him or, and eat him. But <clears throat> because that's what monsters do. But the monster remained there. He could hear it laughing at him. Mark was afraid. And at this point, like I read this, I was like, why are you, why are you afraid, Mark? I, I guess, yeah, the this masked monster guy has broken into your home <laughs> and is, is like dropping down some pranks. But the pranks thus far have been pretty harmless. At this point, either the monster is just playing with his food or and, and lulling Mark into a false sense of security with his silly pranks and such. Or... This is going to turn out to be a buddy horror. Yeah, it absolutely could have. <laughs> yeah. New title for the story, How Kage Cow Became My Roommate. <laughs> also, also, the name of my uh the name of my anime series pitch. <laughs> yeah, there you go. You got anime in there. Um, yeah. And and honestly that does sound like a name like the name of an anime based on on uh on a slew of recent animes that I have that are basically like Reddit no sleep uh, store like entry or titles. Because yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, I do but, wonder like uh, how yeah. this would have went. Because he had two options: either do the things that it's saying to do, or run away. And he ran away all the time. Wonder if yeah. he, they just would have been bros, you know? Yeah, he just sat. What if he just like went? He ran over to the kitchen, grabbed his, himself a glass of uh, uh, a wine glass, and came back and la- uh, just started lounging on the chair on the, on the couch with the uh, with Kage Cow and just chilled and watched movies. Nope. <laughs> Funny story, Mark. <laughs> uh, and then my next one here. This is the one about like being framed for murder and stuff. But there's also something else to it. Uh, he walked into the dining room, calling out her name. He paused when he saw the bottle of champagne on the table. It was the bottle that he had had in his cabinet. It was open. He picked it up and examined it. There was a note taped to the side of it. The note read, Beatrice, I'm so sorry about our fight. I really want to make it up to you because I love you with all my heart and soul. Mark. Is is this a buddy horror? Like, Kagekao's just being a bro to Mark? And like... Mark Mark was too cow- Mark was too afraid to like confront like uh Beatrice earlier. So Kage Kelly like slipped into her into her house with the champagne bottle and like set this up, like set this like wine this 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 uh, champagne bottle up uh with the message from Mark um to uh uh to uh to t- like to try and like, you know, make amends and stuff with between Beatrice and Mark. And then, you know, because this is a horror, a buddy horror, um he poisoned the champagne or the champagne was already poisoned, and and she died. <laughs> Maybe um, he didn't intentionally poison it. He was actually trying to be a bro. It's just something in the yeah. champagne she is deathly allergic to. Oh it wasn't no! The champagne for her. It was all a mis a misunderstanding. Yeah. 
also because based on that based on what i read there uh now now that mark has put his finger uh, fingerprints on the bottle authorities will likely pin her death on him oh yeah after they find her and him <laughs> and you know the note on the poisoned bottle <laughs> yes exactly <laughs> So yeah, it's like all the either like again, it's it's Kage Cal playing with his food, or it's all been a bad misunderstanding, and, and that's what makes this a buddy yes. horror. <laughs> um, uh, and then the last thing I have, which killed me, unfortunately, it ru- all all spook. There wasn't a lot of spookiness in the story until like like in, really, in, it was at the beginning of the story for me. There was like some some kind of spooky elements, but the rest of it was kind of like. Blah, in terms of like spooks or like the any kind of creepy atmosphere this killed it this was the nail in the coffin for me um it laughed hard putting its hands up to its face to try and stop you think this is funny you killed her i'll kill you mark stood up and grabbed the bottle in japanese you mad bro <laughs> yeah it says you mad. I, I couldn't. It, 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 I had to. I, I, I added you, bro, at the end of it because <laughs> as soon as I read you mad, I, I just like, wow. I, I started laughing because it was like, this this guy's hilarious. I, I love this character. Um, Not very scary, but like maybe that's part of the point of it. He's like, he's being jovial and stuff to lure in his victims, but it it's coming off as like he's a troll. He's a freaking like internet troll. You mad, bro? <laughs> he's like a, a Loki kind of situation. He's, yeah, he's a trickster. Yeah, yeah, one hundred percent. He's like, there's definitely, and, and like he, this, this. I think, I think, what, bottom line for me, like by the by the end of the story, I realized this story is very campy and almost cheesy in one of those like ways that like some like eighties and nineties horror movies tend to be like, um, like he kind of Kagi Cow's like mannerism and like the way he like was like torturing his victims stuff kind of reminded me of Leprechaun like the series of movies with that with um with the the villain being the leprechaun mm-hmm. because like those are supposed to be scary movies um and like he usually ends up killing the people at the end in like a gruesome way but he's like pranking them like with like ridiculous gags like he's like like it's like that it's almost like a a a horror comedy yeah pretty much but yeah and like unintentional horror comedy like it's He's doing these he's he's doing these horrific killings, but he's like has a gag uh, that he presents it as first, and they're just kind of silly like horror. Isn't that also the Joker? The Joker also does it, but like with Leprechaun, it's more of a, a horror element. Whereas the Joker's, I, I guess the Joker is also a horror thing. I, but I'm like, like the, if Joker's, the Joker was a real thing, uh, yeah. not a comic book. Yeah, he is doing jokey stuff while doing crime. Yeah, I mean there is a reason why he's called the Clown Prince of, of Crime. I almost said the Clown Prince of Prime. Yes. Because <laughs> words are hard. <laughs> um, and then just play free. Now, now I, I was going to say, now I can't not think of, like, what would the Joker look like as a war friend? <laughs> well, you know what um, uh, Harley Quinn would look like? Like Mirage. <laughs> that's true, yeah. Yep, Mirage, 100%. Anyway, <laughs> uh, that's that's my actual thoughts for the story. Um so, so Mikey, D stands for evil. All right, let's see here. Magic uh, let, let, Let's go back to this newspaper. That was summarized. We did establish. Yeah. But uh, the fact that the very first part of the newspaper 
which is today's newspaper, uh, is earlier today. Um, most papers are yesterday's news. Yep. So the the whole newspaper section reads more like a news report than a newspaper. Yeah, I mean, technically, it should have said yesterday. Like the event, the events of the murder and stuff should have happened yesterday, not today. Because, like, even if, well, we again, we don't really know when, how how long he like how like what time of night he was up there. But like, the presses and like papers usually get shipped out in the middle of the night so that they can arrive at your door in the morning in the early morning. <laughs> so. And and at that point, yeah, it's yesterday's news that you're you're getting um, the next day. So it it, it really kind of should have been like the day before's newspaper. Well, maybe it was. It's just the wording of it is weird. Saying like, yeah, the newspaper is saying that the newspaper is reporting on yesterday's events. So yesterday, which at the time was today, John Parker, age twenty, was found dead. If you know what I mean, yeah. But yeah, wording. Weird. But yeah, it is well, it is it is written weird. <laughs> yeah. Uh, to me, that would have been better if it was, say, like a news report, like he was watching TV, and then that that would make more sense because they could just turn off the TV when it reaches the part where it's explaining the. Uh, symbol on the forehead that's true and he does yeah. watch tv later anyways uselessly so if this was put there <laughs> then there's a point yeah then the, yeah then suddenly he we get that information it's a little bit further down the line i guess but i mean it either way it's getting into the story <laughs> yeah basically like he wouldn't be showing up on the rooftop though and hitting him with the door and doing all that stuff and we wouldn't get the scene of him I mean, crawling up the uh wall oh no, that's not what I meant. I meant like the like the uh the the news report of like the of the killing and so that could be on the like like it didn't have to be on on the on the rooftop. I mean the rooftop scene can still always ha- can still all happen cuz he's just out there chilling and hanging out and like enjoying the night air. Um I just mean like the newspaper like like, like I think Mikey was saying like the newspaper could just be on the, at the news like the, the on the TV. So like he's up on the roof. He accidentally knocks the cardboard box down. It shows up it knocks him in the head with the door, knocks him out. He wakes up, does all that stuff, watches TV, and then the TV is where he reads about it. Yeah, so we actually get what what is what is he watching on the TV? Because in as as far in the story, we're like it's just not really, it's, it doesn't say anything like what he's watching. He's just watching TV. There's no, yeah. it's just yeah, the TV's playing in the background, but we don't we never get like uh, any details. I mean, we don't need any details. However, that would be a good spot to add those details of the news yeah. report. And I think that was the point when um he was trying to reassure himself that it wasn't real. He wasn't sure it was real yet during that TV watching. So even at that point, he would still potentially click off from that. He wouldn't be like, Hey, maybe this is the thing that's harassing me. Yeah. Also, it would make sense now why, why Kagekau is sitting there on the couch with a bottle of wine, laughing and watching the TV because he's watching his, his last victim. Like he's watching them find his last. Yeah. That would have been cool. It's actually like guys, I think we 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 cleaned up part of the story. 
we gave it a reason to have a TV playing in the background yeah. and why he said they're watching it. <laughs> Good job, <Yep>. Mikey. <laughs> Your book. All right. Then, uh, just a blanket note that uh, the entity has framed Mark for murder. <laughs> yep. <laughs> so, good, thing he's, good thing Mark's already dead. <laughs> yeah, good thing that the entity killed him anyway, because I mean, he was going to be framed for murder, right? <laughs> yep. <laughs> that would also frame him for any previous murders that Kage Kao did, too. Oh my god, you're right. <laughs> so Kage Kao just, like... Cleaned up all of his own new pens. Oh my god. Also, yeah, like... Because, yeah, authorities got him on, like, they've got DNA, they've got fingerprints, they've got a note. <laughs> they've got that she, uh, like, if they if they dig deeper into her house, he's taken her gun. The gun is at his house. Is at his apartment. Um, in his ha- in his cold, dead hands. Oh, not his cold, dead hands, because I think he threw the... Did he throw the gun, or did he just try he to... He died in her away? apartment. Did he? Yeah, because he went there to see what's, uh... To, like make things up with her and she was dead there and then he was there he being Kagekao so he pulled the he pulled out his gun and then he, he shot four times and missed all four times and had two popsicle sticks because he missed twice twice oh, I thought he went back to his apartment after like chasing Kagekao like out of her apartment no I, that's how I read it like hang on let me he showed up she was dead and he's like you son of a bitch pulls out the gun they had to fight and he died I think that's actually like the, the the actual like the final fight happens at at mark's house not at beatrice's yeah i'm I'm quickly like digging it up um yeah because it's at part two yeah, <laughs> yeah hang on but he sees the dead body in part two uh give me a second mark stood up and grabbed the bottle uh the bottle you mad haha <laughs> um uh mark threw the bottle at the but the monster jumped out of the window before it reached it uh, he was going to kill oh, it. Yeah. He would make it pay. Mark walked over and grabbed, grabbed Beatrice's gun from the dresser. Uh, right. And Mark ran out the door. Um, there's no sign of the monster anywhere. Uh, he knew it was going back to his apartment. Okay. Yep, you're right. Okay, cool. I forgot about that part. It's fine. Right, because he got the gun there. Yeah. Right, right, right. Which, but like, yeah, so like, They'll, they're going to like if that gun's registered, which I mean it's America, it's it, it's probably registered. Um, he they're going to be able to like get the shells and, and like get the gun like get the guns uh, like registration and find out that it was Beatrice's. <laughs> so yeah, Mark Mark was fucked even if he didn't die. <laughs> I don't know if it would cover up Kagekawa's murders actually, because Mark himself has the um, the symbol on his forehead. Oh, that's true. Yeah. If I mean, it would cover up one of his forehead, and then he was just dead. Then it would kind of look like he was the the uh, the forehead stamper all along. Yeah. Also, a good name for this monster: yeah. forehead stamper. <laughs> um. Also, yeah. So I, I think at the at the very least, um, Beatrice's murder has been covered up. <laughs> yeah, it was Mark. because authorities are going to think that it was Mark. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, it was always Mark because, like. But it was all an accident because clearly she was allergic to the champagne. Yeah, <laughs> it was all like this is all like a buddy horror gone wrong <laughs> or mm-hmm. right. 
the the forehead stamper got me. <laughs> <laughs> You're just silently just laughing thought, over there. Yeah. It, so he's got one of those uh, <laughs> stamp books that you, and yeah, an bladed. actual stamper. Oh, yeah, it's bladed. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It just says it just has it just has the kanji for boring on it. It's just like oh god, that is. That's actually kind of really like I kind of like that as like a murder as like a signature for a murderer. Yeah, just like murder, boring stamp. It's like a stamp knife, like the yeah. It's like the uh, like a good like two or three inches, like enough to go into the brain. Yeah, like you hear like because like there are murderers that have like nicknames like that, like like unknown like assailant murderers, like I mean, not just not, I'm not talking like Jack the Ripper, but like the Boston Strangler. <laughs> so it's like the uh, what, what was the it was the town that we uh, that you found uh, Northwood in? Ah, oh, shit! Damn it! <laughs> yes, it was super important. Super important. There's apparently also a Northwood Park in North York, Ontario. Ah, I. I've, yeah, you're right, because uh, Northwood Park near Brampton. <laughs> I just like it comes up on Google. So, opening up my Dude. old search, uh, Boston, Boston Lake, New York. Ah, uh, so the Boston Lake uh, Stamper. Yeah. <laughs> Not to be confused with the Boston uh, Boston Strangler. <laughs> <laughs> kind of sounds the same though. It does. It, uh, it does sound very similar. So that's that's going to be the sequel. <laughs> Boston Strangler versus the Boston Lake Stamper. <laughs> or it's in New York, so it would probably just be the New York Stamper. Yeah, well, New York... Oh, it is, yeah, it's a park in New York City, not New York uh, State. So, yeah. Yeah, so it's the New York... The, the New York uh, Stamper. Yeah. Mm-hmm. New York Stamper versus Boston Strangler. <laughs> two murderers. Two towns. Same rivalry. <laughs> <laughs> Who can kill their entire town quicker? <laughs> oh my god. That's gonna Find be, uh, be Sunday's on ABC. <laughs> that's gonna be quite the kill count because it'd be yeah. like Boston the size of Boston and New York. Mm-hmm. But uh, yeah. So the next exopot here, I have a quote. Uh, taking out a bottle of beer, he poured some into a glass and then nearly dropped the bottle when he saw that it wasn't beer, it was just plain water. To which my comment is, oh, so they all turned into Queer's Light. Oh, oh I was, yeah, I was also thinking, um, oh, they've just, uh, so Kage Cow's just been Blue Ocean dubbed. That's a, that's a Dragon Ball Z uh, reference. Because <laughs> the Blue Ocean dub is our, is, is the Canadian dubbing of uh, of Dragon Ball Z in the 90s that we all watched um where Master Roshi's beer, bottle of beer was colored blue to make it not beer but water. Oh really? <laughs> yeah. Wow. Yeah, cuz Blue Ocean Blue Ocean dub is also the guys who were like, "No, no, no. They didn't go to hell. They went to the uh the home for infinite losers or they didn't die. They went to the other dimension." Mm-hmm. <laughs> they meant they they went to other world. Send him actual thoughts. Nice. All right. Gamer. Okay. So uh, the title is cool. The art's cool. The uh, when I, Before I started reading the story, I obviously looked at the art because it's at the top. And I was mm-hmm. curious if the padded cell that's in the background was going to be spoilers. It wasn't. But it to me, it's clearly a padded cell in the background. It does kind of look like a padded cell. I, 
I'm trying to think of like what else would that be? Like now that you're pointing it out, I can't not see that as a padded cell. I know, right? <laughs> maybe it's just like a really loose open fence he's walking past. I don't know. Or maybe they're um oh, it's uh it might be just big um stone stonework of a wall. Oh yeah. Like he's walking by a building that's just made of big square stones that are very round and pillowy <laughs> and soft. <laughs> <laughs> and also in a cell. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah. Because <laughs> it still looks like a padded cell to me. Yeah. It is an interesting... Yeah, I want, like... It's definitely a padded cell. Yeah, I don't know what that... Like, maybe... Because I noticed, like, some... Because uh, I've, I've, I've pulled up the image. Again, we didn't even talk about the image of this, so I'm glad that mm-hmm. you brought it up. Um, but the, there's a second image that accompanies this one. Like, when you when you click on that image, like, and get it previewed. Um, and it's... It's uh, well when you click on the first one and like it, uh, in like it enlarges, it makes it bigger. Um, there's like one next to it that's of Kage Cow again. Um, though this one has hair, shows that he has hair and stuff. Uh, and he's just like sitting down with a bottle of wine and he says, like, wine, <laughs> and it's all a gray background, but there's it's just a clean gray background, not a uh, there's no texture or anything behind it. I do not see that. The next picture on that okay. lineup is a picture of Mario. Okay, maybe it's maybe it's just. Depending on my browser, then I don't know. Weird, but regardless, the the image that actually is in the story, which is the one we're talking about, we're talking about with the padded cell, that is kind of odd. Like maybe it's supposed to be a fencing, and it's like foggy out, but like that's that's stretching. I think that's stretching my fist. I think. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Either way, the art's yeah. cool, regardless. Yeah, no the 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 art does give us a good like based on, like on the description we get in the story, it's accurate. Mm. That's another like I know it's it's the art and it's not necessarily hundred percent accurate to what it looks like in real life, but the art is why I thought it was just a flat painted mask because it is just flat painted um, shapes on the mask. But again, gotcha. That could just be because they didn't go into fine detail with the art. Yeah, like I actually even like for the for once I read the story on creepos.wiki. I didn't just like pull up like I didn't. I had I had the Google Doc like for like getting my quotes and stuff. Yeah, but I actually decided to read it on the um on the wiki this time, mm-hmm. and I completely ignored the the image regardless. Wow. So like yeah, I just read it at like uh, like without the image in my head, except for like I knew for like when I when I Googled up Kage Cow, like to find the creepypasta again. Like Google Image has a shit ton of fan art <laughs> for really? for Kagekau. So, um, but uh, yeah. So I I just again like I I read the story without the image in mind, aside from like what I knew the creature to look like, kind of. So, wow, you're right. There's a shitload of images on him. Yeah, I think it's because like the original artist, like again, they did on they were on DeviantArt, and like this character is pretty popular from what I understand. Also, somebody did like a video, like yeah. So the creepypasta files wiki has a photo of of what he would look like, and it is so cool. Yeah, I'm seeing that now. Although all of this art is making me think that I saw the mask wrong. No, all no, this... you, you saw. I think you saw it right because I'm nope. looking at some of it. Like, are you sure? Yep, I'm sure. All of these masks are wrong. That one's right. Most of them. Are, that one's also right. Most of them are not the way that I saw them. Because the way that uh, I saw it, like, for example, that live action one. 
live yeah. action, whatever, the real life one. <laughs> yeah. That one, you see both sides of the face. That's you're not right. How I saw it. It's supposed to switch, right? Yeah. No, you're, yeah, you're absolutely right. It's, you're only supposed to see one side. We're not supposed to see the other. It's either All of these, black with the, yeah. Sorry, 90% of these have both of them. It's just one side. The black side has really smooth, nice lines, and the white side has jagged lines. That's kind of like I get it, like that, that why people would make that mistake and stuff. But I mean, it, it's 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 sort of superfluous. I mean, it, it's not superfluous. Like it is. That's a major flaw. Like in in like in the in the interpretation. I mean, it's it's fine, <laughs> but it isn't accurate to what it's said in the story. <laughs> yeah, I prefer the um, one. Yeah, same. I'm I'm totally do, do it correct. Like there are a yes. number of them that are correct in here, but yeah, there are a few that have like one side is 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 uh is uh is the face while the other one is blank and vice versa. And like but all of these, it's not all. All of these wow. on the quote unquote like mean side, it's just a, it's still a smiley face. It's just jagged. I thought it's supposed to be a frown. Hey, I think it was. I think it was like. Hang on, because I I remember it being the way it was written. It was. Uh, hang on, I'll pull it up. See if I can find it this is super important it is <laughs> yeah here it is um uh da, 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 da. instead he saw the oh no that's um he had a mask with a face on it but only half a face on the white yes yeah, he only half a face on the white side of the mask there is the shape of an angry looking eye and a mouth curved into a frown so the white side of the face has an angry eye and a frown None of these. So have that. none of these are right. None oh the, no! None of the fan no. art is right. So so, so it is supposed to be like a variant, like a uh, sort of a take There's on one. like the comedy tragedy mask. I found one that's right. Actually, it's wrong. <laughs> oh, nah. Damn it! Because is, uh, the white side like, is sad. Yeah, yeah. This yeah. one is right, but the white side's happy, and the uh, the, the dark side is sad. I'll, I'll link it. Yeah. Okay. Also, I don't. I, I first off, like. Yeah, we're criticizing like the the like the mat the master all different. It's sort of like sad, but at the same time, I don't want to like p- pass too much harsh judgment on this because all of this art is pretty fucking cool. Oh, it is awesome art. <laughs> yeah, I just I just, just want to like really like the whole flipping of the mask and one side always being uh, in a frown and one side always being in a smile. That's all. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely, and yeah, that the one that you have again, it's it's wrong because like the it's both sides have the face, but yeah, well, both uh. sides have the face, and the dark side is the frown. Meanwhile, the dark side is supposed to be the happy side. Yeah. Oh God. So I guess I'm gonna have to draw a proper as as written version of this. You're gonna have to, and then and then pass it to you, uh, gamer, so I, to make sure I don't have any issues. Uh, there's no problems. <laughs> But uh, yeah, no. Again, like I don't, I want, I, I do want to preface. I do like, like all the art that I'm seeing looks really fucking rad and cool. Yes, it's just not accurate to the image, <laughs> or not not accurate to the description in the in the story itself. Some of them are, which is some of them are, but like it's just sort of yeah. It's unfortunate, but anyway, like the yeah. the aesthetic so much. Yeah. Uh <laughs> Wow, that was a journey. That was important. <laughs> that was, honestly. <laughs> Super important. Here, I'll link one that is... I think... Wait, no, this one's wrong too. Oh, that's right. <laughs> okay, there. That one is correct. 
because the, the dark yes, side is that one is, is smiling. Okay, moving yeah. on. <laughs> yeah. well, I'm not just linking <laughs> stuff to you guys that the people on the recording cannot see. Yeah, Google Kage Cow. Yeah, and you will see images. <laughs> Google Kage Cow and see if you can find one that is uh, that is accurate to the writing. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you only see half the face. Moving on. Yes. Um. Wait. So, what is it? My turn. Yeah, because we're talking about the art, right? That all stemmed from the art. Okay. My first action. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> then onto my notes. I like the happy, sad flip of the mask. Makes the mask dynamic. <laughs> That's my my yeah. first note that I put down. <laughs> Moving on, because we already talked about that. Um, I like having the monster have dialogue in another language. It makes it very clear who's speaking. And a lot mm-hmm. creepier than just it happening to... Ha- sorry. Then a lot... And also a lot creepier than it just happen, happening to know English, you know? Yeah. Like, this is clearly, like, it, like from the from the dialogue also, we get a little bit more about its, it, like, its nature, like it's a Japanese demon of some kind, or some Japanese monster that mm-hmm. is in an English-speaking um, country or place. Yes. And that's cool. Because mm-hmm. it has, like, and it opens the opportunities to like buddy horror situation because it is a a thing that speaks, yeah, they got... but he doesn't yeah. really understand it. And as as readers, we know it's not saying anything malicious, really, like ever. Even when he's about to murder him, he just says you're boring. <laughs> yeah. And also, it's like maybe that's part of the buddy horror is that they just like they have to like break down the language barrier. Mm, yeah. But moving on. He was just getting, this was in regards to like the pranks he was starting to see. He was just getting paranoid because his dream felt so real. Beatrice could have done this too. Uh, There was no monster. Oh, this was in regards to, I should have put more um, stuff to remind me. This was in regards to the beer being water. And him saying, Beatrice could have done this too. There was no monster. So I don't drink much. But wouldn't it be hard to like professionally recap a beer bottle? To the point that you wouldn't notice it was tampered with. Yes, it would. <laughs> yeah, uh, depending on well, it, it depends on the ty- on the brand of beer because some beers use a uh, a um, uh, a screw on lid, but most of the time it's you have to like pop it. So yes, it would be depending on the beer. Uh, most co- most beers, uh, most beer bottles tend to have a uh, thing that where you need like the actual beer open, like a can or a a bottle opener. Even the twist off ones, um, when you twist it off, it's still like fucks with it so it won't twist back on really or does it yeah no i mean it it would be looser than it was originally but yeah it it would be harder to apply now he is a demon (laughs) i know that i'm saying in regards to him Hmm. thinking that beatrice did this oh okay i get you yeah like if it was a a normal cap on it she probably wouldn't have done that because she can't do that yeah but if it was maybe like you picked it up and the cap was loose and you looked inside and it's water, then okay. But that part wasn't mentioned, so I don't know. Yeah. Then uh, my next note is just kind of a blanket statement of how Mark sure likes to talk to himself a lot out loud. Like maybe it's meant to be his thoughts, but it's in quotes. So I think he's just openly talking to himself. Do you not talk to yourself when you're alone and like like to get your thoughts out and stuff? No, that's what my my head is for. 
Okay, because that, that's head. something I do. <laughs> Fair. Um, like, I, I, it is something that people do, I think. <laughs> but, yeah. Mm-hmm. I was just pointing it out, that's all. Okay, no fair. That, like, to the passerby, he's running around his apartment talking to himself. That's all. Gotcha. He's paranoid and everything with all the uh, pranks and such, but yeah, it's not super weird, but it's just something I wanted to point out. Moving on. Uh, then he realized and opened up the cabinet to grab the bottle of champagne, but when he opened it up, the bottle was gone. He thought to himself, that his sincere apology would be enough, and he went out the door to see her. This was after the first bottle was taken, and then he went back to get the other one, and it was gone too. I really wanted him to go. Beatrice could have snuck in here in the past five minutes and taken that too. She was pretty angry because, like, he keeps saying that Beatrice could have done this because she was angry. Yeah, denial is not just a river in Egypt. Yep, indeed. And then he goes off, and then part two starts. So, the thing happened with part two, where I misread a thing, and it fucked it up. No, no. But when you started doing your rundown, I realized my fuck up, and was furiously retyping notes while you were doing your uh, your grammar stuff. So I hope I didn't read any grammar stuff that you already did. You didn't correct me and say that you've already done it, so I don't think I did. No, I think you... I, I don't recall... I'm sure I'll, I'll I'll go back in the editing and remove anything if if it was. But, yeah, I feel like but, you guys would have said, "Oh, we did that already," so it's fine. Yeah. Either way, I misread. I don't know if I should bother mentioning it. I, I might. I might as well. Part one ends with him showing up, and he wants to knock, but then he does, and he just walks away. And then there's a laughing sound, and then the sound of the uh, the window opening. I read that as he heard the laughing sound and he heard the window opening and he just walked away anyways. Oh. Because it does say he didn't hear. Like, what, What's the actual wording of it? Where is it? Where's part D? Part D. Um, not noticing the, that laugh that happened right beside him, followed by the sound of an opening window. window. I read that as noticing that laugh. <laughs> I didn't read the not. <laughs> no. But because of that, as soon as part two started, I'm like, what the hell is going on? Wouldn't he... Like, I thought he cares about this person. He's just leaving her to die? He just leaves and goes to the bar for his supposed love of his life while he, she's being harassed or killed by this demon? But no, I just misread it, so that's that's my B. Okay. Either way. He gets in the apartment, sees uh, the, the wine there, reads it, and then... Wait, does he... Oh, this is after reading it, yeah. Um, and then he hears, that's so sweet of him. And then Mark's pause, Mark paused and looked up. There was the monster sitting on the windowsill and imitating her voice. I'm so sorry we even found the first place. Mark stared at it, anger boiling inside. So to that, I really like the, the Predator vibes that that's giving. We're like, yeah. this, this creature that is a, that's murdering just for fun, it seems. Um, it, you cannot communicate with it. And it can imitate our own voices. It's straight up Predator. Yeah. Which is cute. Uh, then the next one is in regards to the pistol. He knew where she kept a pistol for self-defense. He pulled out and opened the clip, seeing that there were only four bullets left. And to me, I'm like, cringe. It's it's not a clip. 
It's a magazine. <laughs> okay, they doesn't know any better. <laughs> like a lot of people yeah. don't know any better. But I'm like, yeah. ah, no, it's not. You're wrong, and I hate you. <laughs> no, you're wrong. You're wrong, and I hate you. <laughs> damn it, Mark. God damn it. But yeah. Um. Wait. Moving on. Uh, this is in regards to him chasing the creature. Mark ran as fast as he could, ignoring the crosswalk signs and other people and cars. <laughs> <laughs> I wish that happened. But no. Yeah. It almost uh, seemed like it was setting him up for being hit by a car. Yeah. And honestly, I wouldn't put it past Kagekao of like setting that up to be the way that he kills kills Mark this time, just by like happenstance. Yeah. And honestly, that also would have been a, like I would be fine with it ending there with him just being hit by a car and killed. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely, and just like as as the as the uh, the paramedics and authorities show up to like to look the to try and like figure out what or like help the situation and stuff, all that is heard on the wind is mm-hmm. <laughs> the the laughter yes. from the the Japanese style laughter, and that's about it for minutes until final thoughts. Okay, uh, so yeah, on to final thoughts. Um, for me. I liked the playfulness of the monster Kagekao. Um, though at times it was a bit silly more than scary. Like I said earlier, I think the I think the beginning of the story was like where like most of the spookiness was, and then it just sort of started getting like less scary as it went on and more just sort of like a an act like not even an action pasta, but like just a like a prankster pasta. <laughs> this is like impractical jokers good levels of, of bullshit. <laughs> Um. Uh, but he's sort of like, and like I said also earlier, like he's like a a a deadly trickster villain from like a cheesy horror movie from the eighties or nineties, such as the Leprechaun movies, uh, where he like pulls in the gag. Um, that's like that uh, right before, like he he incorporates a gag as part of his kills, and like sometimes it's it's like spooky or like unnerving how like he implements the gag, but then. Most of the time, it's just it's sort of almost done unintentionally for laughs, or maybe intentionally for laughs, depending on the the scene in those movies. And that's kind of what I got from this. It, it kind of by the end of the story, I kind of read this like it, the vibe of the story felt more like a campy horror story than a like a super serious sort of creepy story. That being said, there are some things I feel could have been added to the story to like improve it. Um, like little details and stuff of like that, and we've certainly come up with a couple in this in our in our talking here. Like again, where the newspaper was found, like should be moved over to like a news report on the TV, so the TV scene has a point. Yeah. <laughs> um, the story has a bunch of grammatical fixes that need to be done. Um, and it's it's not without its flaws, but overall, I did like it. Um, it just wasn't very scary, so I'm going to give it a mostly positive partial recommendation. So, um, yeah, that's my my recommendation is partial recommend. So, Mikey, the E stands for evil. Okay. Um, well, I liked the um, fixture aspect of it, um, where this entity sort of plays with Mark. Um, but Mark just seems so stupid. <laughs> Or just situationally um, unaware. 
and then the whole ending part where the article from before sort of matches the description of the body at the ending. Um, and then we finally get the reveal of the forehead and it doesn't really add anything. Um, that that part I, I didn't really care for. So to sum up, um, there's parts I liked, parts I didn't like, so I can only really give this a partial recommendation. Okay. And Gamer. For me, uh, I like the monster. I like its look and its its whole shtick. I wasn't taken out of the spookiness as you were, cultist. I I liked it honestly. I did feel the creep through it all because it's because of something that you said earlier. Honestly, he's playing with his kill. He's a powerful entity that just enjoys messing with people before swiftly killing them, and that comes across in everything he's doing. Hence, why Mark is always noping out. This should have been a November episode, actually, because he's constantly noping. <laughs> but uh, what I don't like is Mark's attention span, for example. Like, he doesn't... Like, he wants to make things better with his girlfriend and then immediately forgets to think about how to make things better with his girlfriend, for example. Uh, yeah. The reveal at the end was, was good, I guess, but it could have been tied in a bit better. I agree with Mikey there it doesn't really add to anything like for example if he kept reading that paper and he read that the symbol was japanese for boring it wouldn't have added anything or removed anything if he knew that information earlier like nothing really would have changed from knowing the quote-unquote twist spoiler whatever reveal but um overall i i just as i said i just wish there was a better tie-in for the symbol and I wish people mm-hmm. drew the mask correctly, but <laughs> um, but I enjoyed it honestly, and um, and I'll recommend it. Just there's only a couple of things that bother me with it, just not enough to sway my my opinion. That's a good story. Fair. So, I guess at the end of the day, it's two partial recommendations and one full recommendation. Then it's a yeah. It's not like we're not talking who was phone recommendation here, but <laughs> no, of course not. Because <laughs> nothing can yeah. can add up to that. But yeah, it, yeah, I recommend it. But I, again, it also needs the gra- the grammar stuff and all the corrections that we thought of. I enjoy better, like the TV situation and stuff like that. There are ways to make it better. It's not perfect, but I'll give it a a very high partial or a low actual recommendation. Whatever. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, honestly, honestly, that's, that's where I was at. Yeah, our scale is is non Euclidean. Yeah. Um, but honestly, that's that's where I was at. Where like I was gonna give this a full recommendation, but by the time we got to the end, I was like, you know what? This is probably more of like I can't ignore all the things that we we added, we all the grammar we corrected, and all the um, things that we we suggested that would improve it. So it's like I'll give it a high partial recommendation. So I think that's where we're both at then. Yeah. If most of the fan art had the, the mask done correctly, I would be recommending it 100%. Hey, you, you can't blame the story for the fandom. I know, I know. Um, but yeah, okay, so three 
relatively high partial recommendations, aside from maybe Mikey's. <laughs> God, now, okay. now I'm wondering. On Karakao's actual DeviantArt, <laughs> is he actually drawing him that way? Then I, I really wrong. hope that... Because uh, he's that, the artist. He can, oh, no. he can draw him however oh, no. he wants. But he wrote it! He, the story was written! <laughs> uh... Do we want to keep that on air? Do we want to have that on air for you to find out? <laughs> Problem is when I search for Cowgate Cow, it just shows all the fan art. Hang on, I'll find the I'll find the artist. Um, oh my lord! Was oh, this Jin Bezman one that I can't? Yeah, Jin, Jin, yeah, Jim Beza, Jim Bezama Zama. Yep, I think I found it. Um, okay. There's a couple of there's a couple here where like the uh-huh. mask is lifted up a little bit, and he has like a drow like yep. kind of skin complexion behind him with like rows of teeth so good news it looks as though that the face is yes i i can see a a version one two three do you see that uh no basically i just i went i went into his gallery and and, uh and searched kage cow so i'm looking at all his 173 results? Jesus, this guy was prolific. Yeah. What I'm seeing is like his first concepts for version one, two, three, where like his hoodie was 50-50 split as well. And then um yeah. but on that one, the mask is showing both the faces at the same time all the time. And then um and he's also American in the first one. And then the second one, it's the split mask. The one that I think is from the um the actual the image that we saw there. And then no, even the version three one, it's a frown and it's only showing half. Huh. Oh, what were you gonna say? Oh just like I'm I'm going through his art. It looks like they Wait, is he an SCP now? What? My god. Oh my god, I think SCP... No, hang on. It's... <laughs> Kage Kao loves the wine, right? Yeah. So the, the so the creator um, made a piece of art where Kage Kao is enjoying a glass of SCP-2730. Um, SCP-2730 is a simple glass cup like the kind used to hold fancy assortment of wine. However, if a human were to look directly at it the wine glass would immediately fill up to the test subject's deepest cravings for a flavor and even age of a selected wine. So it's the apparently it's the ideal like combination between Kagekao and this SCP because it's a glass of wine that uh, that he uh, that he um, like perfectly desires. <laughs> nice. Also, I am seeing that, art that he is doing. That has the white yes. side of the face with the jagged mouth doing a smile. So I think the way it is is um, basically when the white side of the face is active, it can smile or frown, whatever. Maybe it animates. It's just yeah. that is the malicious side. And then the black side of the face, which has smooth lines on, on all the facial features, is like the happy side. Yeah. Because I think. Yeah, because a lot based on like the art that I'm seeing, yeah, like you're you're absolutely right. Like it's just jagged on the one side versus clean on the yeah, other. Yeah, but it side. doesn't necessarily have to be a frown. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> All right. So my whole shtick what? with or my whole bit of uh, 
hammering home the fact that the <laughs> the mask is wrong is wrong. It's fine. Yeah. Like artists inter art is supposed to be interpretive mm-hmm. and and subjective. It's it, it everyone has their own opinion on a piece of art and stuff. Mm-hmm. So sure. it's it's totally fine. Yeah. It is what it is, and I guess whatever works. <laughs> yeah. But I think that's gonna do it for our episode tonight. <laughs> so uh, if you like what you heard or if you didn't, leave us a comment in the comment section below where this gets posted, whether it be on Podbean, Facebook, YouTube, or Tumblr. Uh, you can uh, get a hold of us on Twitter. Mikey is at the East Ends for Evil. The Gamer in Yellow is at the Gamer in Yellow, but without the W because his name is very long. And I'm at Review Cultist. You can also send us emails at aldenterigamortis at gmail.com. That's A L D E N T E R I G A M O R T S at gmail.com. Where you can also leave us suggestions for other creepypastas, SCPs, cryptids. You creep it, we'll peep it. Yeah. And if you'd like to help support our show financially, you can go to Patreon. Look up the backer tier you'd like to support us at. We have $2 and $5 tier um, with special episodes, early access, extra content. Um, to our patrons that are helping support our show, thank you immensely. You're helping keep those hosting bills at bay. And as always, we very much appreciate that. And to our listeners and the authors of these stories thank you immensely because without your listenership it would be like screaming into the void and without your stories and art and authorship uh like posting these things online and sharing them with the internet we really wouldn't have much of a show because we'd have nothing to talk about so thank you until next time i have been your host review cultist i'm mikey the east hands evil and i'm the gamer in yellow this has been Aldente Rigamortis. Sleep well. I'm both happy and sad that I'm wrong about the mask thing. <laughs> Aww. It's fine. <laughs>